pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It is Friday, the 9th of March, 2012. We are one life left, and for the final time, we're live from GDC. Good afternoon and welcome to One Life Left. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scanton-Green. And we are presenting One Life Left live from the show floor at GDC. It's the third time we've done this at lunchtime. And it's the, the final time. time as well, isn't it, Simon? Yep. Uh, how are you feeling, Steve? I'm feeling a bit drained, emotionally and physically. Um, we were intending, uh, and we'll obviously introduce our guests in a second, we were in- intending to celebrate our last live show with this bottle of wine is here there's an actual bottle of wine um but i've been told by an official here that we're not allowed to drink it unless we are roped off let's rope ourselves <laughs> off rope, she we said rope, we could rope you off we could yeah. rope you off so we'll see so unfortunately there isn't any booze but maybe we could drink it later we have a very very special uh, panel today again rotating guests throughout the show but our first lineup chris remo from idle thumbs hello hello uh how are you doing chris i'm doing pretty well i roped you into this uh, not with an actual rope but, and yet uh, we still can't drink the booze. I know. Uh, last night everywhere. at the party. <laughs> did you have a good time at the party last night? I did. That was a wonderful, a wonderful event. Yes. Uh, we, we had a good time as well, Simon, didn't we? We did. Uh, so. You tried to marry a man, the two of you. <laughs> what we did? Yeah, we did. the two of you both tried to marry <laughs> tried to get a man. Mar- yeah. Which man? Didn't we try and marry Ian? Oh, oh my goodness, it was he Ian didn't find Bogost, us funny. wasn't it? He didn't find us funny, but we found ourselves very funny. Uh, I was drinking with Jordan Mechner. Jordan Mechner? Exactly, the man who made Prince of Persia. Um, fortunately for him, I didn't do my rotoscoping joke. <laughs> <laughs> so that went well. And we have two other guests. Yep. Before we continue, because it's a bit rude to not introduce them at all. That wasn't me being rude, it was all of us being rude. Uh, we have two guys from Insomniac, right? Yeah, in some yeah. And you are Dwight and Chris. That's correct, yes. Hello. There we go. Are Hello. you having nice a lovely Game Developers Conference 2012? Yeah, this is my first GDC ever. So okay. And I think this is my somewhere between 10 and 15th GDC. Oh, wow. You've just wow. smacked him down. Totally <laughs> beaten down. Yeah. <laughs> this is my ninth, so I'm right in the middle. There. Right on, right perfect. Now. 
So uh, has it has it been a good one? Do you think? Yeah, I, I think it's the social aspect of this show is definitely the a really great reason to, yeah. to show up for it. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty great. Uh, so who were you drinking with last night? Oh boy. Uh, well, you guys promised me. I know if I came on the show, you'd set up a thing with Lara Pulver, you know, from Sherlock. Now, did BBC. we? So did yeah, we yeah. meet you last night? That was a question <laughs> See, that, that was we, we could then. remember. <laughs> <laughs> did we? So where were you last night? Um, uh, there was two parties going on last night. Right. Right. So they were where we were. Uh, the one with the band playing and stuff like that. No, that oh. So okay. that wasn't that a party. Was, was we that the Microsoft there. party? Yes. Microsoft, the yeah. ACDC girl cover band. Okay. How were they? Uh, it was very loud. Loud. Right. We were guessing like 130 decibels. Like, no. Wow. Whoa. Uh, so you went there and then why did you go afterwards? Uh, can we say? Was it the secret party? Yeah, it was yeah, a secret, secret. Right. We were all wearing the wristbands, oh, so right? we didn't get bands like that. We were not. Did you know it, you broke into the secret party? Oh. No, we, we had wristbands, but not those wristbands. Oh. Oh. The next How, level yeah, secret sorry, party. Yours better or worse than ours? <laughs> <laughs> it's different secrets. I don't know. So what rooms were you allowed in? If there were rooms at this party. <laughs> We were in, allowed in the underground rooms and the above ground rooms. We had a multi-story oh, secret. Different. <laughs> oh, no, was Microsoft, was right? Microsoft was multi-level. Okay, our I, secret party was just one. Yeah, one room high up, a high up room, wasn't it? It made us feel high up. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we, this was not the same. No, place. you no, weren't really. You weren't at this party. <laughs> no, sorry. So guys. we didn't meet. No, well, exactly. We're, so where's Lara? She'll be here later. Okay. <laughs> Also joined by Martin Hollis in the background, as we have been every Bringing day. Up some chairs. <laughs> Martin, are you just going to have lunch over there? Is that your game? Because that's what you did yesterday. You were meant to come on the show and actually just ate lunch at the end of the table. I was meant to come on the show yesterday. Well, you were always meant to come on the show. You're part of the show. Okay. I was part of the show yesterday. So when we last spoke to you on air, you were off to target teenage girls. Oh, I dimly remember that. <laughs> How's, how's that gone in the last 24 hours? How many teenage girls have you targeted? Hmm. It's not really a GDC thing, you know. Tim Rogers did ask me about that after the, uh, after the show, though. Right. What did he say? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I can repeat that. <laughs> no, you can't, Martin. Uh, Chris. Yes. This is the final day of GDC. It is that. And so it's a time for reflection uh, and to see whether we've... I mean, we set out with some goals, didn't we? And what were those goals? Those goals were? Um, pole dance with a game industry luminary. Achieved. Excellent. <laughs> Did that first night. That was easy. <laughs> Honey trap someone. There's a picture of us, of Steve and I, on the internet of us apparently trying to honey trap someone last night. Simon Moon walked over to a girl. <laughs> she walked very, away. Very <laughs> walked or ran? <laughs> Basically ran. Uh, create a new genre. Did that yesterday. Do you know what it is? Wow. Burying games. Are mining so games are a games. mining games big deal. Here and mm. here and yeah. The burying genre blowing up at GDC 13. Well, then you can release the digging expansion. Exactly. The, exactly. exactly. We, we thought of that. Buried. DLC. Uh, uh, you're going to bury corpses from first-person shooter games. Awesome. <laughs> someone has to clean all that mess up. Exactly. So every time someone dies in a first-person game, they will appear in ours, and you will have to bury them. <laughs> so, uh, and then what else? Um, I can't remember any of the previous ones. I get free stuff. So a new one yesterday was Achieve a BlackBerry Playbook. We only got three BlackBerry playbooks. They're the world's first professional-grade tablets, don't you know? And they're our tablet of choice. Wow. One yeah. Life Left, sponsored by BlackBerry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, I, I yes. was that was before I went off on one about what we tried to achieve and did successfully achieve at Thanks. GDC. Have you achieved everything you wanted to do? Well, 
uh, honestly, I would say that coming up on about a, you know nearly a decade of GDCs now, this GDC I expressly intended not to set goals uh, for my GDC. I just wanted to experience the, the GDC. But uh, isn't that a goal in and of itself? It is. I so you achieved it. it. I did achieve my goal, my goalless goal. No, wait, you didn't. By setting the goal, no, you blew it. No, it's true. Actually, <laughs> if we discuss this any longer, I will, in fact, explode. <laughs> so, uh, What about you guys? Did you, uh, did you have... A- did you have any targets? We, we came out. Um, our intention was to speak at the show, so we did a, a, a talk about goal achieved. Well yes. done, congratulations. So, what was your talk about? It was um, how we look at practical audio after going to Disneyland and apply it to our games. So that was it was kind of so fun. You, you guys make uh, Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank, and Resistance, and Resistance. right? And Resistance, yes. yeah. So, what did you learn from Disneyland then? Sort of like we went through the Pirates of the Caribbean ride five times it, in a row. Yeah. yeah. For work purposes. For work. Yeah. Yeah. Five times in a row, right? So we go through there, and the way they set up their their sound in different areas of the ride, we sort of applied that to resistance and took that same kind of approach, right? There's something I've found always really interesting as well uh, about Disneyland with respect to video games. In the structure of the park itself, the way that they, they lay out where the attractions are relative to one another and what the experience is like as you're walking in between the rides. Um, there's something I think, there are I think a lot of lessons there for video game worlds, um, not just in sort of the sensory experience you describe within the really concentrated experience of a ride, but um, everything that links them all together and keeps the park itself a, uh, a coherent, uh, interesting experience, even though there's so, such a diversity of content, I Yet suppose. They've established such a great universe, right? Yeah. That once you enter it, you're totally immersed in it. Yeah. Also, they have loads of ropes, don't they? They have a lot of ropes. So, so they could drink there. Tons of drinks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Interesting, interesting. Martin, have you achieved everything you wanted to at GDC? Hmm. Um, I wanted to give a talk on Tuesday, and I achieved that. So, yes, everything else is just gravy. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. And how's your liver? Uh, <laughs> I'm still alive. left on Resonance 104.4 FM slightly more hoarse than we were on a couple of days ago we didn't do any karaoke though no let's do that today so uh, yesterday's uh, GDC went well I think did you, what, what did you guys do yesterday specifically did you see any sessions meet any people well, our computer decided to destroy itself in our rehearsal in the morning, so we okay. spent the rest of the morning trying to require a backup computer that shot all, the, all of our talks we wanted to see yesterday morning. So. so you didn't get to see any at all yesterday? I don't think we actually ended up seeing any talk yesterday, unfortunately. So who did we miss then? Uh, David Cage did something yesterday, didn't he, apparently? What did he do? Does anybody know? 
No? Oh, no. Poor old David Cage. All he wants to do is just be birds. <laughs> and then just, just, just a, shrug, a very Gallic shrug of the shoulders. Oh, well. Uh, but um, it's, do you have any plans to see any sessions today? Uh, there is one or two we want to see this afternoon, possibly. They're escaping me my na- the names at the moment, but yeah, before we head back to Burbank. But we, yeah, we fly back this evening pretty, okay. yeah, pretty early. So this is your first GDC. You, yes. um, how's it? How's it compared to what you thought before you arrived? Did you expect it to be? Did you expect to see more things for a start? Yeah, actually, I made on uh, Tuesday night. I made this giant list of all these talks I wanted to go see, and I've gone to maybe three of them. Wow! Do you think it's a mistake to make a big list of uh, like talks you want to go and see and things like that, uh, like with our achievements? Because then you just end up so disappointed. I completely you agree. I agree. I, I I agree, and I feel I have plenty of empirical evidence to support that at this point. I this is the first year I didn't. I mean, I, you know, sort of as I was I was saying earlier, I didn't. Look, even look at the schedule in advance of arriving on the show floor on any given day. I mean, I didn't, I didn't look at a single talk description until the actual day, and I'm saying, all right, what am I going to next? And it meant that I didn't find myself in those situations where weeks before I even got to GDC, I'm already deciding between three different things in the same session, and then if someone wants to meet that session, suddenly now I can't go to it anymore, and it's this big loss. Whereas now I just, I look at the schedule, Every, every couple hours, and I say, oh, is there anything interesting coming up? If there is, I go. If I go, I don't. I haven't built anything up to any great degree. Um, I haven't scheduled myself thin. Um, it's been really uh, relaxing, and uh, I think I've appreciated the ones I've attended more. It's also good just to get some uh, uh, hints from other people that are around, oh, right? Definitely, so, yeah, so if absolutely. someone says, this is amazing, you should go and see this, or go and play this game that's over there, yeah. that's kind of what you want to do, right? Definitely. We've got a new guest who's just rolled up. Very, very briefly, you're going to tell us about your amazing new game. Because you, you approached us yesterday after the show, and we got oh, so yeah. excited. So you're going to have to explain it to all of us. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. You, you guys are based in and London, is y- that right? We are in London. Oh, I'm very fond of your country. Oh, yeah. Sorry about the revolution. Oh, you're, it's, 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 it's tight. No, no biggie. I'm from Boston. It's all right. So. I see. So, I see. so have we... Sorry, I, I ran off there because I saw somebody walking past. They're going to come on the show shortly. Very, very special guest. Sure. So... I liked you because you, you bumbled up to us yesterday. Bumbled? You, you were the second. Very English word. Sure, that's. I, were, I feel bumbly. <laughs> you were the second person that did this. So, oh, yeah. little, so, you didn't know this, but the day before, a couple came up to me and they went, they sort of looked at the sign, they went, Hi, uh, hi, we're on honeymoon, um, but we've got a really good idea for an app. Mm, <laughs> and I was yes. like, okay. And they went, well, you know, so could you introduce us to someone who's going to make this app? <laughs> and I went, I mean, and so I thought, oh, God, you're weird, right? Like, congratulations for being on Honeymoon. Don't, I mean, GDC is amazing, obviously, but I can think of more romantic places to go, like yeah. Denny's, for example. Sure. <laughs> so they, he, he saw both, and, and, and he said, right, so, and he just looked at me and said, you know, we've, well, we've come all this way. Can you introduce me to somebody <laughs> to make this happen? And I was like, what sort of app is it? And he said, well, there isn't anything out there at the moment. He said, but it's going to cost $60. And I thought, right, That's a great start. you've not heard of freemium, I thought. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, I sort of very swiftly tried to back my way out of this conversation by going, Naturally. yeah, I'm busy, actually. I need to go and just stand elsewhere for, for a bit. So when you came up to us yesterday, I thought, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, this is like my parents' ideas for apps. Right. How about we make something where you can look at the internet? That would be good. We'll charge ten dollars for it. something that saves your favorite web page. Exactly. So you, so you, you came up all enthusiastic, and you went, "Hey, can I tell you about my game?" And I was like, "Oh, God." But it was brilliant. Yeah, so, uh, so we invite you I, back. Yeah, Thank you for if, coming. If I may, I'd like to announce that this game uh, is live as of 5 a.m. this morning. Wow. After exclusive, exclusive, an all-nighter because First exclusive you were having of the me on show. the show. We had Great. 12 of my friends over. We got a lot of Starbucks double shots and just went went all night. So, if to to tell you about what it is, um, it's called Kanye Zone. It's on KanyeZone.com, and. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Frankly, it kind of pushes the boundaries of language. It's such an immersive and inter- wonderful interactive experience. <laughs> but so, as you as you guys may or may not know, the uh, the rapper Kanye West has a, a hot track on the radio right now that all the kids are listening to. And you know, it starts off kind of like it always does with him, where you know, for the first half of the track, he's just running circles around other MCs. You know, <laughs> but by the end, he's just like kind of inexplicably chanting at you don't let me get my zone don't let me get my zone don't let me get my zone and and like it's kind of tense you're like you know why not what would what would the consequence be if i were to let you get in there and also is that like a state of of being or is it a geometric place that i can't let you get the zone like where is where is it is it a lawless place at sea or something so this was really eating away at my roommate Steven and I, and we started thinking this needs to be explored in a deeply immersive game environment. <laughs> so we came up with Kanye Zone. We've been game developers for about two weeks, I would say. We, um, and so KanyeZone.com, you have a little purple circle in the middle of your screen that's labeled Zone, and then Kanye West's disembodied <laughs> head is sort of bouncing around with all the physics of a game written by a six-year-old in the 80s. <laughs> And your job as a player is to block him with a little blue bumper and keep him out of the zone. And the whole time he's yelling at you over and over, don't let me get my zone, don't let me get my zone. And so I'm really proud of that because like, there are very few games where the object of gameplay is constantly yelling the objective at you. <laughs> like the whole time. I have a question about Kanye's zone. Yes. Um, do you think, uh, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if there's authorial intent here or if you intended this to remain uh, a bit more ambiguous, but do you think Kanye himself intends to reach the zone, or do you think he's just subject to forces acting? I'm really happy you asked. We discussed this um, at length. Okay, good. And what I think it is is that ultimately he wants wants to get in his zone, because He's he's gonna. That's when he's wrapping his pants off, sure. and like things are going really well for him. Oh, yeah. But I think really, he's sort of warning us as a community and yeah. a society. He don't let me get in. Go down when that happens. Because once I get in, uh, I'm just gonna be such a dominant force on the mic yeah. that it's just not gonna be good for anyone, especially other rappers out there. Right. Wait, so right. Is there is there a boss fight? Well, in a way, um, the zone is kind of is a pretty formidable enemy. Uh, every couple Kanyes that you hit, the zone expands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which makes it pretty stressful. It's also important that every you know second that you survive, you're getting more and more cash uh, and like earning fat stacks, you know, just like more and more money. And Can you tell us a little bit more about the visual design of the yes. zone? Oh, I'd love to. That's my bread and butter. So, uh, so it started off as a game that my 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 roommate implemented, where there was a blue circle 
it's bear with me here. Okay. And a pink circle. <laughs> Two circles. Two circles. And Kanye's head. Two zones. And so I really, I took it to the next level. I added some gold text and, and a nice floral background um, to, to, like, you know, very dignified black and gray and what have you. And it really pimped it out. I mean, it looks kind of like a... Um, like an over-the-top garish porn site or something, but none of that, you know, right? It's just good old fun for all, the whole family. And I mean, this appeals to... Do you have KanyeZone.XXX? Oh, we're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. We have Kanye Dash Zone. Is it a different game, a lot though? Of fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, but it's, it's interesting you ask about the zone in particular, because it's so enigmatic as, an, as a, uh, a, a shape. And everything on the page is very elaborate and, like, I don't know shiny but the zone very intentionally is, is a boring little circle that looks like a Venn diagram that you do in grade school that just says zone because we want to emphasize it is very geometric like this is his zone and you can't let him get into it like like if he gets in it it's all over like, so is the sequel going to be uh, what will that be that yeah. yeah so it's off I the album one. Watch the Throne so I have some ideas uh, we're thinking maybe one where the th- you're Kanye and the throne is bouncing all around the screen because we got the bounce code right, right we can just yeah, reuse it yeah exactly and you have to like direct Kanye's eyes at the throne and then you fi- and you find out well how good of a job am I doing at watching the throne we uh, we haven't even introduced you properly. Oh, please! Uh, I'm my name's Michael Fredrickson. Uh, and, you, and, and, you're, and you're not a game developer, are you? Why did you like? Why did you choose to make a game about like sure. this? If you're not a game developer, well, as I said, you know, he chants this a lot, and it really gets stuck in your head, and it just started to really eat away at me at, at night. My roommate as well. We were just thinking about it all the time. What what would happen if we let him in the zone? And we thought. You know, we should explore games sort of the only with, way the game, you, with the game community. You can do that. There's a line in the song actually where, um, what's the language policy on this podcast? We go out at 7 p.m. in England. We're so pretty clean. We used to go out at 9 yeah, p.m. and then we were allowed one swear. I'll sell, I can self censor. Okay. So, so Jay Z has this line where he's like, "What's 50 grand to a mother like me? Can you please remind me?" Right. And so because of that, he's obviously implying, "Well, I am such a lavish and an extravagant man." that 50 grand is nothing to me. So you'll notice as a player that when you start the game at zero, you already have $50,000. Right. That's great. So where can we play it? Just remind us. Oh, KanyeZone.com. Excellent. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, it was a blast. Thanks for having me.
listening to One Life Left, live at GDC. The chatter you can hear in the background is us rearranging our guests, reconfiguring the world. Um, and I am going to have to tell Martin Hollis off. Martin. Martin, there's someone sitting there. Conduct your business elsewhere. Goodness me. Wrangling game developers. I remember we were talking, do you remember when we were talking to Pearl? Uh, one of our nope. organisers last night, and she said she had a she had a hard time describing what it is she does uh, because she sort of manages the human aspect and tries to guide game developers to the right place. Uh, but she says the easiest way of saying it is she's just the mama bear of it because these <laughs> people do need to, you know, a little bit of shouting at, a little bit of cuddling, a lot of honey. Darius, Hi. Darius, welcome. How are you? I'm surprisingly conscious. <laughs> What were you up to yesterday? Oh, yesterday. What, it's Friday, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yes, I went to a lot of sessions yesterday. Actually, I had a. Normally, I don't go to sessions at GDC because I, I've been to so many. It's just a constant family reunion, reunion type of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yesterday, I went to some talks, and they were good talks. And uh, so, um, who did you see? Gosh, I can't. Don't quote me on this, but I think Eric Zimmerman spoke yesterday. Maybe okay. that was Wednesday. Uh-huh. I don't know. I liked his talk on on aesthetics um, let's see what else did I do um, I went well I had some nice breakfasts and lunches Michael, <laughs> and that sort of thing um, and man, I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank so Darius you should explain to our listeners what you do okay um, let's see I uh, um, I work at Boku it's an HTML5 games company um, actually it's a web company and I handle the games work and um uh, I also do a lot of International Game Developers Association type of work as well, so I'm on the board of directors for that, and Great. I help devs help each other, Great. pretty much. Bumped, we, we bumped into Jason Della Rocca last I hadn't seen him for a while. Yes, yeah, Jason's uh, still running the Montreal chapter, uh, right. so yeah, okay. no, Jason is... Uh, I think we need chapters. We do need chapters. Yeah, we can, I'll start a Boston chapter for you guys. Uh, okay, yeah. you've got that covered. We'll that. We'll where, where are you going to start a chapter? Oh, Burbank. 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 Burbank chapter. Okay. Great. Yeah, let's definitely get a Vegas chapter. Vegas We're also joined by Joe McDonough. Joe, welcome. Hello, Simon. How, How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic. So I've not thank seen you. you for years. No. And I bumped into you last night. Indeed. So where are you now? Simon Popcap. You're the... What, you've, you've got a very cool job I've, title. I've got a fancy sounding title. Go on. Yeah. Franchise director for Peggle. For Peggle. It's a man who does peggle. <laughs> man in charge of unicorns and rainbows. Excellent. Excellent. My job. How's that going? Well, it's tough. It's tough Is work. it? You know those unicorns, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty tough bunch. So it's good. I love it. I love. I'm always saying lots to love about it, right? Yeah. I feel very lucky. Have you been? Uh, you've been having a good GDC. I've had a great GDC because I stopped drinking. So it's a really completely different experience. What, you, what, so, you're, so you're actually teetotal? I am. God, I'm we must have been awful last night. We must have been insufferable. <laughs> and you laughing you implies were, that we were. <laughs> you, were you were jolly. Did, entertaining. I, did, did I moonwalk over to you at yeah, any there's point? There may have been some, some gratuitous moonwalking. We, we need oh, to apologise for... I'm sorry. It was yeah. so nice to see you, but now, I, I, but now I wish I hadn't. <laughs> So yeah, apart from the not, so you you've you've seen a very different side to GDC then, a more sober side. Well, I've actually done some work okay. this time, which well, is we've, rather we've unusual. We've we've <laughs> had meetings. You're not, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's been good. Yeah, awesome. Great. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's a lot of networking. You get to meet a lot of cool people and see some things you haven't seen for a while. So yeah, I mean, it's a good show. So as the sober 
Like, you must have been pretty much the only sober person there last night. What behaviour did you observe that you shouldn't talk about, but you're about to tell us? <laughs> Who behaved poorly? And not us. I think you might have... Well, I don't know if I should admit this on, on, on live, but there did may be some inappropriate chatting last night, Simon. Some inappropriate what? Touching. Was there? <laughs> I feel closer to you today. (laughs) (laughs) Did we go to Denny's? (laughs) Oh, he's blushing. (laughs) I'm very proud of my actions. (laughs) You're a handsome guy. I didn't know you felt this way about me after all these years, but hey. Well, there we go. (laughs) We shouldn't keep you too much longer because you've you've suffered us for the first 30 minutes already. No, it's been great. Um, But um, is there any piece of, one single piece of advice? Because as a GDC veteran... And a GDC newbie, is there any piece of, single piece of advice you can give to people going to a big games conference like this? If you're in this industry, this is the show you have to go to. It really is. Yeah, I, I think, and then not making big giant lists, I think, really, for noobs. Is, and uh, and any, uh, any, uh, any advice about the parties? Try to get in early. Rub shoulders with the big companies. Keep your hands to yourself. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Leave the unicorns alone. (laughs) And go to Jen. One life left at GDC. At GDC for the final air. time. Simon's making small talk with uh, Joe McDonough, who's going. The Insomniac boys have left us as well. Everyone leaves, don't they? Everyone leaves in the end. Uh, one, re- uh, one leaves, another arrives. Jonathan Blow. Well, hello. Hello. How hello. are you? <laughs> I'm just in a weird mood. These conferences just freak me out. Why? So, there's just a lot of people here, and they're all weird. Well, he's talking about me. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. This is a safe space, though, so I feel like you can really relax here. You can just take it down a notch. We're all, we're all friends. Okay? We're all friends. This is completely off the record. I, I know these people. <laughs> yeah. Just don't worry about anything, Jonathan. No one's going no to hear, hear this apart from our one fan, who has also joined us. The, the only person who gets a round of applause, yeah, exactly. I guess, <laughs> is our fan. So, Ian, we, we just wanted to bring you in to, uh, to find out whether we're everything you expected. I think so. Is that good? I don't know. Mm. But did you, expect to, did you expect to be disappointed? <laughs> no, I okay. didn't expect to be disappointed. Are, cool, we, are we bigger than you'd imagined in real life? I think so. That's maybe because we're standing too close to you. Has there been inappropriate touching? A little bit. 
all the time. So, besides coming on the radio show, what have you been doing out here, Ian? Uh, I've just been going around and seeing the show. Um, so, mostly just showing off the, the game that my little three-person studio has been working on. So, Which is? Uh, we're sort of getting into the games for good space, so we've been working with the Indianapolis Zoo on a game to help them raise money to save the uh, Amur Tigers in Far East Russia. So, uh, Will it be available on BlackBerry Playbook, which is our <laughs> current choice of format? If there's one tablet that's for professionals, it's a BlackBerry Playbook. Uh, it's a Flash game on Facebook, so... Uh, it has the word Facebook. book in it. I think you can. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, Jonathan, what's the best thing you've seen at GDC apart from us? Oh, well, I, I had my answer ready. In the <laughs> I haven't really seen very much, actually. Um, there's a movie that's pretty good here, I heard. Yeah, how's, uh, that, how's that going? So how's tell us about this going? movie. Yeah, the yeah. movie's done. Yeah, so, sorry, so it's, how's the reception to it? It won, did it, it won a couple of awards. What is the movie? The the well, wait, guys, guys dial it back. Okay. No one knows what the movie is yet. Sorry. Well, there's a movie, <laughs> and it has people in it. It's in the game, the movie, right? Yeah. And it, you're featured, and who else is in it? Um, so the movie is actually mostly about Team Meat, the guys who made Super Meat Boy, okay. and Phil Fish and the other members of Polytron who made the game Fez. And I'm in it a little bit at the beginning and the end as somebody who already made a video game, Simon Byron's favorite video game. That's right. <laughs> We made friends last year, Jonathan, didn't we? <laughs> at the secret party. I, I That's recall. friends. I know, <laughs> really? Yeah. We have unfinished business. So who's Do you pl- want to punch him in the face? <laughs> exactly. I can set that up. You just punch him right in the face. So I can't read. <laughs> That's deliberate. That's why you're sat there. Um, who plays you in the movie? I believe that I play me. Right. Yes. It's good casting. Non-fiction. How do you feel watching yourself on the big screen? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I've had, I've had some practice because, you know, I come to conferences like this all the time and do lectures and sometimes those get videoed and then I get insulted by people all over the internet. So <laughs> yeah. I've, I've sort of had a ramp into this. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what's Phil Fish's performance like? Kind of like Meryl Streep, I think. Really? Yeah. In, the, in the Iron Lady? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking maybe more like Sophie's Choice. Something like that. Uh, well, Anne had an incident with Phil Fish uh, two nights ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, is, that, yeah, is that featured in the movie? I hope <laughs> does, so. Does Anne appear? <laughs> I don't recall it, but they're going to have a lot of DVD special features. Yeah, well, so if there's they lots of have, things I don't if know. If they want to have a DVD special feature of me pushing Phil Fish over, then that is fine because that happened. So all the way over? Uh, on the ground? So I crouched behind him and one of our friends pushed him and he went backwards. What physics engine did you use? <laughs> Actual physics. <laughs> Jonathan, how's your game going? It's going really well. Have you finished it yet? Just a few weeks ago I finished the gameplay part, so I built the ending for the game and it was sort <gasps> How of does my, it end? my favorite thing I've ever designed actually. You do some things okay. successfully. And and then game over happens. Exclusive. It does end. It does end. You heard it here. First. Okay. Yes. Will I like it? <laughs> it will be even better than your prior favorite game. It will be your new favorite game. Darius, are you making anything amazing at the moment? Oh, I made a bunch of games for the pirate cart at the GDC uh, pirate ah, cart. Tell actually. us about the pirate cart. Um, so uh, the pirate cart uh, was, uh, they did the IGF pirate cart. It's when a bunch of uh, people kind of get together. It's through this website, GloriousTrainWrecks.com. And um, you you make a weird little throwaway game usually making uh, however you like. I mean, you could, you could code it in assembly if you wanted to, but uh, most people use click and play or game maker or things like that. Um, and... Uh, 
uh, and it's usually games that are made in about an hour or two, um, and they sort of, sometimes they're jokes, sometimes they're weird little experiments, sometimes they're completely broken attempts at creating a game, uh, but the, 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 the point is that, uh, to show that kind of anyone can make a game, it's, it's, it's as natural an activity as, um, you know, sketching in a notebook or something, right? You can, these are kind of the equivalents of like, uh, you know, uh, the, the note, how you'd like make a little comic book in the back of your textbook as a, as a kid or something, right? Um, uh, and to show that you can do that not just with a board game, but even with a, a, a video game. And anyone can get this uh, Pirate uh, yeah, Cart. Yeah, you they? can go to piratecart.com and grab it. And there was also a booth here. So, yeah, I got together with a few friends a couple weeks ago and, um, and cranked out uh, three games in five hours. And uh, they were mostly weird games about uh, philosophy. You see, Jonathan, uh, if he can do it, why can't you? Yeah, I've got a lot to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I did not finish my game. Oh. That's yeah, not, <laughs> okay. not in the not in the capital F sense of finish. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah. Well, neither have I. So there we go. <laughs> How many games are on the uh, park card? Uh, last I checked, uh, they're still accepting submissions. So uh, yesterday at midday, it was something like nine hundred and twenty. Um, they may have broken a thousand by now. I don't know. So could we get our barium up up there still? We, yeah. we we invented a new genre. Oh yesterday. yeah. Oh yeah. Let's tell jo- Jonathan about it. Um, we we invented a genre. I know. It's not a big deal, you know, probably to you, you just knock them out every day. But to us, this was one of our tasks for GDC. So you know how um, mining games, very popular, bit played out. What's the opposite of mining? Unmining. Building a mountain? Also known as burying. Burying. Right? Right? I thought when you said bury them up that you meant... Barium, the element in the periodic table of elements. <laughs> Whoa! I was getting very excited Whoa. about this. Which, which we can call it. That which man knows so many things. It's incredible. <laughs> he thought you meant barium. That's he such a natural leap. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I've only just heard of a barium. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you're British, I thought you said like herbarium. Ah. Is, is, is this a dangerous element? Can we get some? I think it's an inert gas, isn't it? I don't actually know. It was one of the early radiation... You know, one of the things that damaged Marie Curie, I think. I don't think it's one of the inert gases. Because that's what xenon, radon... Let's have a competition. Argon, <laughs> Atomic number for bearing. Uh, I'm just... Yeah, I don't no, the reason, the reason I ask is I'm thinking about the collector's edition of our yeah. game. Yeah. We could you put it in a barium case. We with a poisonous gas. That's right. the yeah. Kickstarter. That's the little extra for the people who put in 500 Where is Cindy? The barium mode. <laughs> <laughs>
so we're still at GDC, but we're only GDC for another 20 minutes or so. Better make the most of it. We were trying to, to Jonathan off that. So in the game, the movie, when are we going to be able to see that? Well, I don't exactly know. The, always the best source for information is their website, IndieGameTheMovie.com. But uh, it's my understanding that right now they're doing a limited run of the movie. They're doing a sponsorship with Adobe. You know, it's not like traditional movie distribution. Right. So they're doing limited engagements in cities, I think mostly in the U.S., but the first several of those have all sold out completely, so I think they may be adding some. I don't know. So I, I imagine they'll announce on Twitter and they'll post on the right. website. Well, I'd quite like to see it in the cinema with you, watching you. <laughs> let's, let's make that happen. You're just going to stare at... I have a friend when... I don't go to movies with him anymore, because whenever I do, he just stares at the side of my head to see if I'm like laughing at whatever the joke was. It's really obnoxious. Yeah. So, uh, new, new panel rotation. Hello. Loads more guests. Loads more. Simon Parkin. Hello. How are you feeling Hello. today? Uh, uh, you know, not great. Uh, did we disgrace ourselves last night? Yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Good. Uh, Brandon Sheffield. Hello. How are you doing? I'm uh, quite fine, I would say. Are you feeling, the, uh, feeling the, the, the stress of GDC? I'm feeling the Friday stress of GDC, which mm-hmm. is, is the kind of uh, simultaneous build-up and let-down of uh, being... At the end of a thing that was really exciting, but I didn't do all the stuff that I actually needed to do. Did we see you last night? We did. Did we disgrace <laughs> ourselves? Most of the time, I was uh, watching Julian Egebrecht play uh, Super Turrican, which he made 20 years ago, and it was fantastic. Wow! Yes. We, uh, we forced him to play it on Super Nintendo and give us uh, director's commentary yeah. and be like, Oh, up here in this corner, I know I put something here. I know I put something here, but I can't find it right now. And uh, trying to find all the secrets, and he played the first level like a robot, just uh, destroying everything. It was uh, really, amazing. really amazing. Amazing. And Elliot Trinidad, Hi. hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So you have come to show us or talk talk to us about something special, haven't you? Um, yeah, we, we, we have this game that we brought to GDC. Um, interestingly, like it's, it's a game that kind of was conceived at GDC. It's something that we thought of at last year's GDC. Was, it, was this in the bathroom of Denny's? What is no. that? No. <laughs> what, what is that hardware you're showing? This is a this is a tablet. Samsung Slate. Samsung Slate. Okay. Is that better? It's not as good as a BlackBerry Playbook, is it? I don't even know. Okay. I don't think there's anything as good as a BlackBerry Playbook. It's pretty fantastic, actually. It, it was, runs Windows 8. Yeah. It runs, so, it runs so tell us about the game. Um, gosh, it's a it's a very physical party game that is played with a large custom controller that we've made. Okay, um, and I, I can see that custom controller yeah, it's from got here. It's big, uh, big poppy, colourful buttons. Yeah, if you've ever seen a, a, is it called Poppin? Poppin Music. Poppin Music music, uh, controller. Right. It's sort of, this is a bigger version of that. It's a big, big black rectangle with various huge um, circular buttons to hit. Buttons are very circular. So, they are, they are circular. Um, Um, But yeah, it's it's a really big controller that's that's tactile and fun to press, and um, the, the game can be played on really any kind of controller, but the idea is that um, four players are kind of fighting each other as uh, these as these kind of like idiosyncratic like this Korean chew and psychedelic mushroom and snot nose so things things pop, up. pop out. Um, each one represented each one representing a player, and each player has to protect their own uh, character wherever it pops up and while hitting all the other ones. Right, I see. So it's kind of like a, a whack-a-mole. It is or... like it's like a multiplayer whack-a-mole. But okay. things are just popping up all the time, and um, 
I mean, the real dynamic comes in the fact that you have these nine big buttons, you have four people crowding around it, and you have two hands. Yes. And you can just, can't, like, you just get shoved all over the place. And you're trying to stop someone yes. whacking yours yeah. while whacking everyone else's. Yeah, okay. and there would be a lot of whacking. Yes, which, which we like. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Joe McDonough doesn't like it quite as much. <laughs> uh, so you're going to be showing this off where? Um, everywhere. We've been kind of, like, guerrilla demoing this at GDC. Okay. Um, like, last night, we kind of almost... Um, took over a uh, five-star hotel's TV screen, and we were like, we're going to get kicked out, aren't we? But no, we didn't. <laughs> Amazing. Um, no, we're just... Because, we, 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 like, we, we have it on this... Um, I don't know. We're lucky enough to have the game visible on a really mobile platform, really mobile screen, and mm-hmm. we can just kind of take it anywhere. We, cool. we, where, where are you taking it now? Um, today we're taking it to experimental game sessions. Okay. So that'll be fun. That's where uh, where people show sort of new forms of play, right? Exactly. People, people just show things they've been playing around with. Awesome. That sounds really exciting. Well, thank you so much for uh, showing us that. Yeah, thank you. Brandon. Yes, sir. What's the best thing you've seen at GDC, apart from uh, your Turrican an- anecdotes? Well, that was absolutely the best thing. Second best. That I saw. Second best, I guess, that would be... I really enjoyed... Uh, David Serlin's micro talk. Okay. He uh, spoke about time and uh, how time pressure has a different kind of uh, tactical engagement for people. And when you use your subconscious mind, I mean, uh, unconscious, subconscious, whatever, um, to make quick decisions, you can actually do better than when you're trying to make slow, methodical decisions in certain kinds of uh, scenarios. So I was thinking about how this might apply to, say, a role-playing game instead of a fighting game where what if you had time pressure uh, when you have to kind of um, level up and choose your jobs and skill systems and uh, distribution of experience points and things like that. What if you had to do that in five seconds? How would that change the dynamic of a role-playing game? So that's... um, that was kind of my reaction to his talk, and so that was, I think that was one of my favorite. Maybe things. you can do a response micro talk next year with those yes, thoughts. Yes, maybe I can. Simon, what's the best thing you've seen at uh, GDC? Um, I popped along to Dan Cook from Spry Fox's talk about how not to clone video games. Uh, <laughs> and it, it was brilliant. He was really good. So he made uh, two of my favorite web based games, Triple Town and Realm of the Mad God, which came out recently, which you should go and play. Uh, and he was just saying, Kind of, it was a call to arms, I think, for developers and designers in the audience to become strive to be inventors rather than copycats. Uh, and you know, Spry Fox is currently embroiled in a legal battle, I think, with a clone. So it's, it, it was interesting from that point of view because that's going on in his professional life. He was um, on the show the other day and he said right. he couldn't talk about it. But oh, presumably he was saving right. that for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going really badly for him. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. they've, they've got three holes in their defence. One, no, I'm not saying that. So, sorry. Uh, I, th- I think I'm done. <laughs>
This is all very exciting. I think I said yesterday on the show that uh, if I could use one word to sum up my experience at GDC, it would be overstimulating. Exactly what's happened. Well, we've just been joined uh, by our final guest of our final show. I think it's fair to say, without uh, dismissing anybody that's gone before him, we have saved the best of luck. <laughs> Steve Jackson. Hello, Steve well, Jackson. Uh, A round of applause. Good to be here. Good Steve, to be here. Most famous for being the co-author of the Fighting Fantasy game. Yeah, books co-author of Fighting Fantasy, and we co-founded Games Workshop. So Ian Excellent. and I have been We've... long-standing partners. Brilliant. We we bumped into Ian uh, a couple of days ago. He's been yeah, on the he has before. put on a bit of weight. Difficult <laughs> <laughs> uh, to avoid it. He was proudly... Hope he's not listening to this. <laughs> He was proudly displaying the Chinese version of Warlock of Fire Top Mountain. Ah, yeah, we've just, it's amazing. It's you know, just this, come out. This series has been going for 30, 30th anniversary this he year. He said, yeah. And this is in times of everything's digital. Yeah. And there are these uh, the books and printed pages, and they're still going. It's astonishing. And there's two publishers in, in right. China that have both taken up um, the, the rights within the last Brilliant. three months. And so it's, it's, it's published now. Have you got any idea how they're, how they're getting on with it? Yeah, no, oh, oh, I see. No, that's only just come out. Okay. I got that two days before GDC, Brilliant. so he was, Ian hadn't seen it, so I put it, so it in a nice, bag to bring it over. So nice to see him beaming. Like, it's a sort of different cover. He's like, this has just come out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd say 30, 30 years. And I, I, I guess then 30 years ago, you had no idea that it would still be doing, Jeez. people would still be excited about it. You know, the whole thing started off as nothing to do with interactive you know, game book experience or anything like that. It was supposed to be a how-to-do-it guide to role-playing games. Really? This is how you play Dungeons and Dragons, this is where the shops are, these are the other games. That's how it all started off. Wow. And uh, when we started thinking about it, it was, oh, hold on, that sounds a bit dull, doesn't it? How about doing something interactive and the whole thing? It was going to be... Uh, the first book was called The Magic Quest, as a working title. Right. It was a great imagination there, wasn't it? Amazing. Um, that it was supposed to be mainly a graphic book, but that was too expensive to produce, right. so we had to do a lot more writing. Brilliant. And he, he was saying um, that uh, what's happening now is that you've got people who are my age who bought Warlock of Firetop Mountain and the, and the, and the subsequent... Uh, books in the series and now they're sort of passing them on to their children he says that's that sort of explains yeah no this it's 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 um transcended the generation yeah. really it's it's uh, down, that's amazing yeah. so, so what brings you to gdc to the game developer conference well uh, these days i'm uh, i teach i'm a i'm a professor no less at brunel university of game design and i run a master's level course um on getting into the industry basically as a designer not technical because i've never been a technical uh, person but uh yeah it's it's been doing very well actually it's going for been going for five years wow and uh, now we've got the ma course and there's an, an undergraduate course as well so it's uh, it has we've got about 100 students now so right very pleased with that and i come over here every year just to keep my eye in really find out keep my fingers on the pulse so what have you seen this year um, what have I seen? I've seen so many things this year. But I'll tell you, one I saw recently, it was a couple of hours ago, uh, was called uh, Asynchronous, Asynchronous Turn-Based Games, The Future. Right. And I had to say, what on earth are Asynchronous <laughs> Turn-Based Games? Is but that... being turn-based, you know, it's a little bit of history there. So, and it turns out that what it, the difference between asynchronous turn-based games and turn-based games is that turn-based games, like Civilization, you have your go, and you can spend hours having your go, and then you pass it on to the next person. Right. Go. Asynchronous, apparently, well, this is what I got from it, I hope this is right, is that everybody puts in their moves at the same time, 
and it's and like uh, simultaneous yeah. uh, movements. It all works it out. I mean, yeah, in the old days, it would have been a game like Diplomacy. Right. Can we uh, tell you a little bit about the game that we've designed? Yeah. And maybe you could give us some, some hints yeah, uh, on how okay. to make it into a better game. So, again, I've said this so many times on the show today, but we were basing the game. We, we set ourselves a task to invent a genre because we want to help the industry grow. I know, I know, no big deal. Yeah, but we, we think we've done something. We've taken the world of mining games very very popular right now a little bit mined out yeah i just came up with that um and we've turned it on its head and we've made a burying game made a what a burying game where you bury things okay uh how come you uh, deflected that at me (laughs) is anything you see or what well no uh because you're burying you're burying people who are killed in first person shooter games you see so it's a bit of an art art game it's a bit of comment on the industry think about it it could be good so so yeah uh, you know it dives into all sorts of other games that are played and comes out with the art it's moving Think yeah. about all those lives lost. Yeah, but, but are, are there any sort of themes from the uh, the conference that we should be looking to apply? Because obviously we're we're starting development of this now, and we think it could take up to six weeks for us to finish. <laughs> it's got as long as that. I know. Exactly. I know. Well, it's our, Blimey, our first it's game. A simple idea. I know. <laughs> so it's a different industry. This. Isn't so, it? <laughs> so we we have to plan for the future. Yeah. You know, and and, well, and people I, will I die have in an the idea future. For you, uh, yeah. Okay. You don't mind. Uh, which is, you know, obviously you want um, multiplayer with everything nowadays. Mm-hmm. So um, all the people in the first-person shooter uh, that, that you bury should... Um, you could also have a necromancer as well who goes around and uh, revives them. And so then they become uh, zombie players that uh, you're, you're constantly trying to bury them as they're constantly trying to come back up. A resurrection game? Yes. Maybe we could sell that as an add-on. Yes. Or, or microtransactions per resurrection. There you go. There you go. Wow. Maybe if you had a favourite character from your own game, you could pay to have him resurrected. Yeah. We're going to have to take yeah. this discussion off that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot for me. We need to quickly get the berium.xxx domain and then we're This, we're, this has already been outsourced. Uh, yeah. uh, well, Martin Horse has rolled up to us in laconic so, so style. Like and it seems time to end the show. It does seem. Well, last show, GC. Thank you for joining us, Martin. Martin, uh, have, a, have a few final words for our final show. Sum up the conference. Sum up the conference in ten seconds. Mm, it's extremely tiring and incredibly energising. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's it. That's it. We've had the best time at GDC. We should thank all of our guests, not just from today, but all of our guests from the whole three days that we've been doing this from. They've all been brilliant. Uh, And we. Martin, Brandon, Simon, Steve Jackson. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. And thank you so much to GDC for having us and letting us be quite bad. And I'd also like to say thank you for the one to the One Life Left team for putting on so many shows of such incredible quality. You're welcome, Martin. Thank you. (laughs) Right, we'll see you next year. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.
One Life Left was a production for Resonance 104.4 FM, the best radio station in the world. We're One Life Left. We were executively produced by Chris Graft.